Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On this episode of Don't Blame Me, we have Melvin Gregg. We talked about a girl whose friends are judging her for her boyfriend's penis being uncut. A friend who's also judging her friend for sleeping with her boss. <gasps> oh my gosh. And a girl who's wondering if it's okay that her boyfriend uh, is told her that it's okay that he asked for nudes from other girls. Nudes. I like that fully sounds. Nudes, 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 yeah. nudes. Mama. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Don't Blame Me. Today's episode, we have Melvin Gregg. Say hi. Hello. Hello. You have a nice podcast voice. And you're going to start a podcast? Yeah, that's my podcast voice. Nice. It's not like my regular voice. It sounds exactly like your regular voice. Oh. 
Because I just got a podcast voice. Ooh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Melvin and I know each other because we played Boyfriend and Girlfriend on Freakish. If you guys watched it, Melvin yeah. loved it. He was so nervous to kiss me for the first time. Yeah, but it wasn't be- it wasn't personal. What? No offense. I wasn't offended. Um, it was just <laughs> now I'm offended. No, it's weird having an on screen kiss because you don't really know what's like permitted because it's not a natural occurrence. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, I don't want to do anything I'm not supposed to do and, like, get me too. In trouble? Yeah. Well, fun fact, I did make Melvin kiss me when we weren't on camera for the first time, so he'd be less nervous. Do you yeah. not remember this? Yeah, I do. It was walking towards, like, and what you were like, what are we going to do? Right? Because it's like, I think what killed me when I was younger is a show called Martin. Um, People might know what Martin is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Martin, his uh, his co-star, um, Tisha Campbell, she she like sued him because they were kissing and like he kept putting his tongue in her mouth or something like something that was inappropriate. And towards the end of the show, like they were never in the same scenes because it was a, a situation. Oh, so that always restraining orders yeah, against each so, other. So that's, that's, that's in my head when I'm doing like these on screen kisses, like. Do I got to, like, swallow my tongue so it's not included in the kiss? Do I, like, what do I do with my hands? Like, it's just, you know what I mean? It's not comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Well, I made him kiss me under the bleachers. And I was like, are you less nervous? And you're like, not really. How how, how high school? I know, right? Super high school. I was like, just kiss me now. Um, Well, you guys are listening and or watching to uh, Don't Blame Me, which is my podcast. It's an advice podcast. We're filming this for YouTube, but um, you also might be listening to this on the podcast app or anywhere like that. So if you want to see the video and see Melvin and his earrings, which I didn't know. We almost have matching earrings. Uh, Do you not like that? You don't want to match? I don't like the way you worded it. What? That we have matching earrings? They don't match. What do you mean? mean, I'd wear yours if you were mine. They're similar shape. Hoops. Yeah, the I bigger the O, the bigger the hoe. I guess neither of us are hoes. My earrings match Michael Jordan's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sure. I get it. I get it. Um, so this is an advice podcast. Um, so I can explain it to you because Melvin definitely doesn't know it. Um, and people call in and leave us voicemails and we give them advice on the things that they tell us about that are happening in their lives. So I'm good at that. You are? Yeah. So um, if you guys want to call in, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And international callers can email a audio file to meganpodcast at gmail.com. That's a lot of work. I you got to really appreciate them if they do that, all well, of that. I do appreciate them. I appreciate yeah. them a lot. I'm curious what you're going to say because one time, um, though, I think it was, we've only gotten in one fight before when Melvin told me that oh. I was, <laughs> he told, he said a girl can only be um, pretty or cute. no. Cute She's, and funny. No, you're phrasing it wrong. Okay, then do it. How you come on? Go ahead. No, you're not about to blast me online. I am about to blast you. Either I'm going to say it or you're going to say it. No, nah, you're going to say it wrong. Okay. So basically, gonna... that's not what I said. Okay. First off, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a quote unquote comedian, so a lot of things I say in context of making a joke. Yeah. And I was picking, I was picking with Megan, and mm-hmm. I was saying, "Dang, it's crazy because most girls, not all girls, most girls are either funny or pretty." And the reason I said that because a lot of girls who are pretty are conscious of how they look when they really do comedy. And a lot of the times when you're concentrating on looking pretty, it's hard to be funny. You know this what I mean? This is also and not... The girls, mm-hmm. the girls who are like, you know, doing comedy, they don't care about none of that. They just... And they're still pretty too. Anyway, I was just trying to set up a joke for Megan to say she wasn't funny. <laughs> and then at the other end, I was complimenting Liza and saying Liza was pretty and no, funny. You, no, but no, that was that... all that, like me... You know, that's so I'm, not what happened. You know, as an actor, <laughs> I'm a I'm like a method actor sometimes. Shut and that up. day, 
it was a lot of frustration between me and Megan's character. That's, so I, I just wanted to plant that seed. So <laughs> when they said action, all it'd be organic bullshit. and authentic. I, Is that the same? I'm all about the crowd. No, I won't put you on blast for the other thing I was going to say. I won't do that though. You've told that story on the show. Yes. On the podcast. I was going to say, it's pretty, say, or, it's, it's cute or funny. The, yeah, but you didn't say who it was. Now we have a now we know who it name to the story. You said girls can only be cute or funny. You said Liza was funny and Liza was like not offended that she wasn't cute and you told me that I was cute and I was so mad that I wasn't funny that I didn't talk to you for a week. I said Liza was both. That's even more fucked up. But you're not really funny, Megan. I'm so funny. (laughs) Do you want to fight again? I didn't talk to you for a week and you like apologize. You were smart because I had to because I realized as an on-screen boyfriend sometimes you got to bite the bullet and just apologize. I don't know why I brought you on the podcast. Men, you know, sometimes you got to figure out the the fights that you, you know. Pick your battles? Yeah, you got to pick your battles. I'm regretting this immediately. Mel is here too, guys. What's up? Woo woo. I just realized she was actually doing it too and not just talking. You're like Robin from the Sway show. Yeah. We want to get a Mel cam though. I need one so of those. So she can have yeah, a camera. Right. You never see Robin either. Uh, are you ready to give advice? Yeah, always. Are you going to be in character or are you going to be nice? Oh, I'm mean in real life. No, I'm playing. I'm a, um, <laughs> no, I'm going to give good advice. Okay. I'm, I'm not ready. in character anymore. Freak is just over. It Finito. is over. Over. Okay, on to the first call. Hi, Megan. This is a 21-year-old in a struggling relationship with a guy. And I'm bisexual. I am currently in college. And I'm just dealing with this relationship that's been bugging me for so long. And every time I tell somebody about it, they just keep telling me that the guy's an asshole and that I should just let it go. But... That's the exact problem. I can't let it go. So basically, what's been going on, I met this guy my freshman year of college. I'm a junior right now. And we've been doing this whole friends with benefits thing. And I know everybody says that that never works and that's always going to turn into a relationship or you guys are going to end up wanting to be with each other. Well, that did happen, except that I was the only one who wanted to be with him. And once I expressed my feelings about this, <laughs> three years into this, um, he rejected me. So that obviously hurt. And I wanted to obviously take everything back and just like act like I never had feelings for him ever. But the thing is that now we're still friends with benefits and we're kind of just friends. And every time I tell this to somebody, everybody just assumes that we've been in a relationship, but we haven't. Obviously, because we've just been friends with benefits and neither of us has ever said that, oh, we're each other's girlfriend or boyfriend. So the thing is that my feelings, I don't, I just don't know what to do with them. Because, like, I know that I should probably just, like, let him go and just, you know, forget about him and move on. Especially because now he's graduated and I can just start my college year fresh and keep on going with my studies and my life. But it's just so hard because, like, He's been my support system for so long and, well, yeah, I just, I don't know what to do. And we're still friends with benefits and we still see each other a lot. So we have the same friends. We hang out with the same people. So I just, I don't know what to do. You seem to have a lot of feelings on this already. Nah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a reactive person. You know, typically you can see what I'm thinking on my face. Yeah, Yeah, so maybe. 
Um, but the, the 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 keyword in there that wasn't addressed later on. See, you gotta find keywords and hints uh-huh. and things. You know what I mean? She mentioned she was bisexual, but that had nothing to curious. do with anything else in the thing, <laughs> right? But she felt she needed to put that out there. Yeah. I don't know if that was a passage too, or maybe you know, is <laughs> an underlining thing that maybe she wanna you know be with a girl. Yeah. I but I mean, she mentioned it and it had no. I context, know. I was right? curious about that too. She's curious, She's curious too. too. I think, curious. yeah, I'm like, you got a lot of options. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. No limitations. Um, I don't know the format. You usually advise first. Do I, advise I can, first? I can advise first. first and sure. I think what I would automatically say is have you, have you, you've, I'm stupid. You've had, you've done friends with benefits, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're allowed to say that. No, nah, the friend part is blurry. <laughs> God, he said benefits. I've had benefits. benefits. (laughs) Good God, Um, no, but I've definitely done that. And the first thing I would say is it. It all. I think more often than not, it happens exactly like it's happening for her. I think that's kind of always how it ends. Um, Is one person developing feelings in the other? I think it rarely, rarely works out where both of you. I mean, I also feel like the asshole who was in the opposite situation where I was like friends with benefits with this guy. And then we ended up dating, but like neither of us were really that into each other. We were just highly jealous people. And so we just didn't want each other to hook up with other people. I definitely didn't follow that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but but it wasn't like if you're going to like if you want to date somebody, you're going to know pretty early on, especially if you're sleeping with somebody. I always say that I wish like not that I that I, I will get to know if I. I will know if I like somebody quicker if I sleep with them than if I like date them for six months. Like I think it's an automatic thing that you know. And the second that you start sleeping with somebody, you're either going to develop feelings or you're not. And if you can do that for like three years and he hasn't, he's been okay with like you being with other people or like anything like that. Like you're just, yeah, yeah. I just like, I don't foresee that kind of developing um, at that slow of a pace because you're just... You're doing all of the things that people do in relationships without dating. And so if he doesn't have the desire to date from there, there's really nothing you can do. And also there's nothing you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you. Like there's no chance, like point in convincing somebody because then you're like, oh, wow, I've like forced this person to feel the same things I do for them. But I mean, my ultimate advice is just you can't do this anymore. Like you're still going to keep liking him. It's not going to change and if he doesn't have those feelings for you after three years, he's, I don't think he's going to. Bye. Ready for a guy's perspective? Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be the same. No, it's not. Okay. I got a different perspective. This mm-hmm. is pretty honest. Um, where should I start? Trying to come up with a different perspective. <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, what you, what you said is true. Um, I'm not, I'm not like trying to go against what you said. I just feel like, like kind of you said, you said you'll have sex with a guy first to see what it is. Yeah. I feel like that's true. Like the testament of how he feels about you is how he treats you after sex. Mm-hmm. Because before sex, you're going to get uh, the a guy mirror, who's trying to have sex thinks. with you. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're going to get, depending on the person. But most of the time, mm-hmm. that's what it's going to be. And if three years, y'all not in a relationship, he don't want to be with you. Even though like y'all relationship might be what a relationship is as yeah. far as the time you spend together. The only difference between that and an actual relationship, I guess, is the commitment mm-hmm. and the monogamy. And he might want to be with her. She said he's uh, her support system, so they probably talk and kick it all the time. But mm-hmm. he still want to fuck other girls. Uh, you can, can, you say, can fuck. Cuss. Oh. Yeah. You can say fuck, whatever fuck, you want. Fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck, 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 fu
Did, fart? I, Did you say fart? Um, I just had to get it out. I didn't say fart. I just, I wasn't confident with the one of the fucks, and it sounded like fart. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he not ready to like just have be with her. He still mm-hmm. want his options out there. Like yeah. guys, guys could. I could have this one girl who's like perfect. I would like my best friend. I want to kick it with her all the time. We have sex and everything, but I'm still not ready to only have sex with her because a lot of times sex isn't always emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like emotions are involved. It's like recreational with guys sometimes. So it's like I want her, but I still want to like yeah go out and play ball every time, quote unquote, mm-hmm. play ball. Um, fuck yeah, fuck. So still that, that might be yeah. He might not be ready to yeah, really settle down. Me. And I mean, you got to respect him. Ball. That's not even a good like. That's no. Don't worry. I'm just yeah. pretending you're fondling balls. No. What? <laughs> Sorry. Continue. You said play but ball. But it be my own. No, I was saying like, because it's recreational. It's like going to the court and playing basketball yeah, exactly. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, he might really like her, but he's just not ready to commit. They're young. He, well, he was in college. In college, you go crazy. Yeah. I went crazy in college. I wasn't about to commit. And you got to respect him for being honest because he could have easily committed to him and just cheated like you did. Yeah. I didn't cheat. Okay. Did. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. Actually. Exactly. Hats off to that guy. He's a good guy. I think also <laughs> the uh, guy she was sleeping with. He's nah, not. I don't know guy. who that is. I'm talking about the guy that she's talking yeah, about. Uh, well, I also think like uh, exactly going off what you're saying. I think wanting to be in a relationship is so much more to do with a personal thing, less about the person. So like you could want to be in a security. Re- yeah, but I mean like there's like times where it's like if you don't want to be in a relationship, it's not because you don't want to be in a relationship with like this specific girl. It could be the greatest girl ever, but you're right. like, no, I don't want that for I'm me. I'm not ready. Yeah. yeah. And yep. so it's such a personal choice. So even though you guys do have that really great friendship and you have all the benefits of a relationship just without the commitment, that doesn't necessarily mean that obviously, exactly you're saying, obviously he's still interested in you and like has like cares for you and it was not a hit it and quit it situation, but it's just like he doesn't want a relationship and if he did want a relationship, it would happen. Yeah, you would know that. And you also don't want to be with somebody who doesn't want a relationship. So I also I wouldn't even say the ultimatum thing because I think ultimately I need to stop saying ultimately. You're gonna get a guy, you're gonna tell him that he's gonna lose you unless he commits, but then you're nah, gonna get a guy yeah, who doesn't want to commit. You ain't gotta yeah, you shouldn't even do all of that. Like no. she twenty what she say, she twenty one. She's, 21. she's yeah. bisexual. That means she out here just trying to live her life. Yeah. But she putting so <laughs> much pressure. She put she put <laughs> yeah. so much pressure on this guy being yeah. in a relationship. She probably don't even really want to be in a relationship with him. It's just like, oh I'm hanging with him. I feel like I'm supposed to be in a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm chasing this status and it's quo him not wanting what, to be with yeah, her. Yeah, she's like a it's like a dog chasing his tail. Oh. Story of my life. If you're not into me, it's the quickest way for yeah, me to be into you. Yeah, you want no more, right? <laughs> like she needed to just forget all of that, enjoy her life, do what's yeah. best for her, find her happiness, yeah. have threesomes, and just wild out. You know. Yeah. Sure. Um, if I think that's what she's if into. That's what she's into. She I is. That's she, <laughs> I would say to like cut him, cut him off cold turkey. I think like the sex can be great, um, but that's not it's like sex will be great with other people besides him but in order to get over somebody you not you can get, get under somebody under else someone. but you just need <laughs> to like gonna, that ain't gonna not help. hook no. up with him because the worst thing you're you gonna can go do back to it is start crying when you having sex with somebody else has anyone cried when you've had sex with someone not. have you cried nah because if they in that he type of like situation they ain't gonna do it nah i ain't gonna cry <laughs> but if i see you emotionally like hurt and you like bound to cry i'm not about to be having sex with you like yeah, I, I'd rather you Heartbreak just lay there. Not and, hot. Nah, hell no. And then I feel like I feel like I'm not really there because she wants me there. I was like I'm a rebound. Yeah, and I kind of got an ego, and I ain't about to be nobody rebound. Kind of have an ego. I had no yeah. idea. 
I, I hide it. I suppress it. <laughs> really, you do a really good job. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. the 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 final advice is ditch him. Start. Um, that doesn't mean you don't have I ain't to like, ditch him. be friends. Keep with fucking him. him. Let yeah. him be your support system, but go and live your life. And if you yeah. find somebody better for you, move on. Well, I think it's also when you not when you don't have any other not that you don't have any other options. Keep when your you, options open. When options you, are good. But when you put all your eggs in one basket and you only continually see the same person, you kind of just relate every all you associate like sex and enjoying all that stuff and like romance with that person. But you have to go meet other people and be like, Oh wait, wow, I can have this with other people. And that's a that. dumb saying. Not not to use what? old eggs in a basket. You supposed don't to put eggs, eggs in different baskets. Honestly, yes, yeah, so <laughs> they don't all break. Baskets. So they don't all break oh. in the one basket. If one egg breaks, it's not like a domino effect and they all if break. If you drop the basket, they'll, they'll all break. break. So like so if, if you, you trip. Permit- what farmer came up with this shit? <laughs> Dill. 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 <laughs> Dill and Beth. Pitchfork We're holding. Monopoly on it. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Well, I hope it all works out for you. Let us know what happens. I care. Melvin might care too. Yeah, I care for all people. Oh. Yeah, I want her to be happy. On the next call. Hey, Megan, I'm in desperate need of advice. I'm 21 and I've been with my boyfriend for over eight years now and everything was going really well until he admitted to making out with another girl in 2016. So like two years ago, basically how it all came out was that my girlfriends and I were talking about cheating and things like that. And I just immediately felt this pit in my stomach because there was a time when my boyfriend got a little too close to this girl. Like there's photos of them on Facebook with their arms around each other, like super closely to the point where other people saw them and were wondering like, what the fuck is going on here? So I pretty much just came home and called my boyfriend and said, hey, so my friends and I had this conversation and made me really uncomfortable. So I need to know, have you ever cheated on me? He said he made out with this girl, the same girl in the photos. And I think it was around the same time when these photos were taken. He's had a million chances to admit this to me, but he chooses now in 2018, two years after it happened. And I know this girl and I've always been really nice to her. Little did I know that they did this. Um, The next day when we were talking again, my boyfriend and I, he said that it was actually twice that they made out. It's been a little, it's been a little over two weeks now and I really want to make this work. He's been putting in the effort and wrote me a love slash apology letter and vowed to never talk to that girl again and untagged himself from the photos and deleted her off of all his social medias, which is really great. And I appreciate that, but I just cannot stop feeling angry and heartbroken and sad and I can't trust him. And overall, I just don't feel as secure in my relationship anymore. Like two years before all that happened in 2014, I was anorexic and he was by my side throughout the whole thing, throughout my entire recovery. And then he goes and does something like this. Um, So yeah, I'm feeling pretty awful. And another problem I'm having is that at first, of course, I refused to have sex with him. And he was like really bummed out about it. Like, oh my God, this is going to be so much harder than I thought. And then when we did have sex, finally, he's like, oh, my God, we're going to be fine. We're going to make this work and we're going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay." And that was a big red flag to me because I just I just feel like he just wants to have sex with me. And he vowed that that's not the case. And he said that he wants me for the rest of his life. And just like I said, I just can't trust him. So basically, I need advice on how I can learn to trust him again and how we can make this work. And um, basically, yeah, just how our relationship can just move past all of this. At 13, you shouldn't like, Okay, I know people are not going to really listen to this, but 
I didn't have my first girlfriend until I was like 24. You want to also say how the, short you are? The thing, but it doesn't make a I wasn't short at 18 through 24. No, that's and, what I mean. Short people were in relationships. <laughs> what are you? Your heightest? No, you um, used to say that you were so tiny. I was tiny. That don't mean I can't be in a relationship. That's what you said. The point I'm making is okay. at 13, you're not mature enough or responsible enough to be responsible for somebody else's feelings or to be mm-hmm. in a relationship or commit. You can't sign a contract at 13. You shouldn't be able to commit to a relationship. But kids don't listen because they want to be grown and then they end up in a situation like Shorty and right now. You're not going to be able to, like, y'all going to grow apart. Y'all don't know who y'all are at 13. So at eight years later, y'all probably mm-hmm. aren't the same people that you were in the beginning and you just shouldn't be in a relationship at that young. You, you should be living your life. You should be like playing kickball or something. You're 13. Um, anyway, moving away from that. Eight years, he's definitely cheated. I'm pretty sure y'all lost your virginity to each other at 13. I hope so. I hope so. And I'm pretty sure at 21, 22, however old you are, y'all, he might be the only guy she's with because girls chase this fairytale story life that they see on Disney, but I'm pretty sure she's not the only person that he's been with. Yeah. And like, you can't expect that to be the the, the case and it's sad, but it's just human nature. I'm like, I'm not telling you what's expected. I'm telling you like what's real. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he did more than kiss that girl. If he admitted to kissing twice, he did more than that. And, and also if he was so quick to delete everything and apologize, right. I think it's because he knows he got away with like, something a little more right and then she was like he was there for me through my anorexia recovery and now he goes and does this she said it like he did something bad and then did something else bad like that doesn't take away from him being a good guy and being there for you like if anything that's like that's a positive to the situation and then he went and wrote her a love letter and all that stuff he obviously wanted to be with her and her holding back sex isn't gonna help the situation no it never make him want to go have sex with somebody else like but also it's like, it's, it, it, that's a thing that like I'll struggle with. If like Moss and I get in a fight, I'm like, we're not going to have sex, which will last for like 30 minutes. But that doesn't do, I know it's really fucked up, but like it doesn't, like it doesn't, especially as a girl too, like if you feel like betrayed or upset about something, like that's a way that you can feel close to your partner. And like, that's something like taking that away. Also, I don't think he wants just sex from you at all because he wouldn't he's been dating you for eight years i think if you really want to be with him and he really wants to be with you you just you guys just have to like work through this and like for you have to forgive him if you can't forgive him then you can't forgive him and you can't move past this and be together like that's just how simple it is if you can't forgive someone for something like that's not a relationship and even if you decide that you want to i don't think you need to forgive him immediately but i think if you guys I don't know. I think having an open dialogue about where you guys want to be and like, I think just that long of being in a relationship, it sounds really, really romantic. But just like you're saying, like you're such different. It's such like formidable years of your life growing up that you really aren't going to be the same people that you were. And if you guys are really serious about being together, if one of you or both of you has kind of had interest in other people or like being with other people, I think that's something like if you don't explore that now, that feeling is not going to go away. Like you're always going to wonder like, oh, wow, I really have been a part of this my entire like teen and young adult years. I'm like really curious. That curiosity isn't going to die down no matter how much you love somebody. It's human nature to be like, well, what else is out here? No matter how much you love somebody. And so I think you guys should have like an open conversation with that. And like that would totally suck if he's like, I really care about you, but I really care. I want to be with other people and maybe we'll come back together. But it's I think whether you have the conversation or not, if those feelings are there, like it's going to happen. 
And I think it's, yeah, it's natural. I think, I think they should take a break. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And I think it's smart if you take a break because you're really upset about it too. And you don't have to forgive him for this. And you haven't, you're I, not that you said this, but like I, I have a couple of friends who like have dated guys for like a long period of time. And then when something goes wrong, they're like I wasted all this time. You're 21, like eight years of a relationship. That's not every marriage wasn't built in eight years. I have friends who just celebrated their two year, two years of knowing each other. And they've, they're, they've been married for a year of that. Like when you kind of, it's, we were saying this before on the other call, it's about you, you personally and your kind of age and your maturity and where you're at. So if you take a break, you might realize too, wow, oh, I want to kind of meet other people or you guys might come back together from that. But I think assuming that both of you are only going to like have slept with each other for your entire lives, it's like, it's just a lot. It's not just about sex either. Like she sounds stressed out. She mm-hmm. needs to like find her own personal happiness. That guy can't be her world. She need to have her own world, find mm-hmm. her maximum happiness there. He do the same in his world and then they coexist together. Like it shouldn't be she needs him to be happy, yeah. vice versa. She need to like focus on herself because she sounds kind of stressed out and just, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, worn and take a break away from it and yeah. find out what works for her. Yeah, they've never been themselves as an adult no it's always been the two of them yeah they caught up in that and that identity like you just associate who you are with somebody else but yeah you need some 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 life experience i would say which sounds again sounds bitchy but i think that's the best thing because i don't think you have to forgive him but i think you gotta you gotta figure out what you want and it can't just be him because until he's yeah understand what you want without him being around you know be single. Be 21. Fuck around safely with protection. <laughs> On to the next one. Hello. Um, I am 19 years old, and my boyfriend and I have been together for almost a year. Um, and recently, I have been in a very deep depression so recently when my boyfriend asked me for news, I said no. And then he proceeded to text other girls asking them for pictures and said that I couldn't be mad about it because I said no. Should I be upset with him about it or should I just be understanding because like I did say no. So I don't know. I mean, nah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't feel coming from a guy's perspective. You know, if I'm asking you for nudes, I personally don't get the nude thing. Like, what am I gonna do with the picture? <laughs> like, just look at it. I'm about to be a weirdo and beat off to it. Like, we have the World Wide Web. It's like free porn everywhere. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, mm-hmm. so with that being said, even if you did say no, which was an intelligent decision, don't send news because it leaks out and it's just going to be bad for you. Nothing good can come from it. Um, tell his ass no. He'll see you when he see you. And if you say no, that don't mean go ask other girls for news because you just don't randomly hit up a girl and say, hey, you got news? You got to already have some type of pre-existing relationship and conversations that's going to bait into, hey, you want some news? So that means he already talking to other girls. And if he really want news that bad, go to Pornhub. Like, do your thing. You know what I mean? There's the strangers there. They do more than take pictures. Like, yeah. Go at it. Nah, you shouldn't feel bad. He's he's stupid. 
If I'm he, sorry, whoever this dude is, but yeah, you went about it dumb too. How you gonna tell her it's her <laughs> fault that you asked for news because she didn't send you news? Like, it's horrible. I'm very excited for your podcast. And this is your responses to things. Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think Melvin said everything right. Yeah, you have every right to be mad. Break up with this loser. He's a total asshole. And um, uh, yeah, I also have never really heard that take on nudes before about like, why do I need them? Which I really like. But yeah, no, fuck him. No, that's he's an idiot. And um, yeah, you're right. He probably has pre-existing relationships with the other girls unless he's. Yeah. He's just one of those. Also, I wonder how she like, found hey, out, too. How did she right. find out that he, he asked other girls? <laughs> She probably found it in his, I don't know. Right? He put it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Craigslist. Currently Sin looking news. for news. Yeah. Oh my what gosh. Man, <laughs> looking for nudes. Yeah, yeah. Ditch his, ditch his ass. He's nudes an are asshole. Stupid. Nudes are stupid. Yeah. So you've have you ever sent a nude? No. No. No, it's too high risk. If a girl, I like, I've been in that. situations where like I'm bored and a girl keep like you she's trying to, take to send me of stuff. Your dick? No, I don't take no pictures of my dick. It's too much work going to. I gotta find the angles <laughs> and the lighting and make and sure. You have to like, like throw a cell phone a next to it so uh, there's like a point of yeah. reference. Yeah, you gotta put, put a, a remote. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe it's because I'm a heterosexual man, but dicks aren't attractive. <laughs> I don't want to just take pictures of my dick. It's I don't a good see a girl looking at it like, ooh, what a nice dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I've googled other. I've googled dicks which is what? hella awkward but google dicks and then you just find one and send it to the girl <laughs> she'll know the difference and if you get to the situation until she see it but it's too person. late <laughs> <laughs> she see the person she's like, like oh we're and also she's gonna compare and contrast she's like, like hold that, on let know? me pull this up right there's see the freckles there yeah <laughs> you that close to it don't worry about the picture oh <laughs> uh, yeah that's good. Yeah, no girls just in news. Dudes will hate me for that. Nah, y'all shouldn't news and news, man. It's setting yourself up for disappointment. Because I'm telling you for sure, if you're not your boyfriend, he's definitely showing his friends. I've mm-hmm. seen so many nudes of girls. Like the um, yeah, that's what I like, all of my guy there. friends. If I've seen every almost every girl they've ever hooked up with and other random ones naked. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like I've been texted ones of like my guy friends, like, oh my god, look, this girl sent me nudes. Yep. Yeah. Don't, don't send them. It's going to bite you in your ass. You never know where you're going to be in five years. You might be like the president or some shit. You never know. Ew, Donald know. Trump has nudes. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I, want, I, I want to see it, but I don't want to But you know what's it. crazy? Like right now we're in a generation of millennial, Z generation or whatever, where it's like everything is people take pictures of everything. Mm-hmm. So in 20, 30 years where these people are like people that rule the world, they still have a history that's like been documented by photographs. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have cell phone pictures when Donald Trump was younger, but I'm yeah. pretty sure he would have been sending out dick pics yeah. and it would have been out on the internet right now. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Be careful. Tiny little ones. <laughs> the world's tiniest dick pic. <laughs> okay, guys, we are going to take a-, a break song. What? Do it's what? break time. <laughs> <laughs> That That's was like very it. Blues Clues. It was. <laughs> yeah. I grew up on Blues Clues. Did you? I know. Steve. Yeah. You know they auditioning for a new one? Yeah. I got two mm-hmm. friends who they were like, I don't want to be new Blues Clues guy. Yeah, I wouldn't go out for that. Except I would. I'm desperate. I'd be the worst Blues Clues guy. You would. Cursing and shit. What's up, Blue? What's up, Blue? What's up, Blue? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going on a break. We'll be back. <laughs>
This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by us. Go us. U.S. Not U.S.A. Because this podcast is international. Um, I am going to be giving some uh, Apple podcast iTunes love for you guys who've been leaving really great and wonderfully nice comments. It really does make me super happy, um, you know, when I don't book an audition and I can just look and be like, wow, these people like the podcast. But it's also great to get your guys' feedback on uh, what you like about it. And I love when you guys comment what guests you want to see in it too. And so we're going to read some wonderful five-star reviews. Uh, one of the first ones is from one of my absolute favorite podcasts. I love this podcast. That's the title by CKW. CKW822. Take whatever I'm saying with a grain of salt because I got a concussion and I might just be like spewing random names and numbers. <laughs> I love this podcast. Megan is so funny and all of her advice comes from such a kind-hearted place. She also brings in great guests. I listen to every episode and I'll never miss one. Thank you so much. Makes me very happy because I do come from a kind-hearted place despite the times where I'm being kind of bitchy. Um, I do really come from it because like I want you guys to succeed in life. Um, next one is crying in the club right now by Katie H underscore XOXO. I've been watching Megan's videos since legit 2014 and she's always been my fave. Real recognizes real. Oh, love her already. But until this podcast, I hadn't realized how seriously funny she is. During her episode with Lily, I no joke cried of laughter and I was just sitting on the floor building furniture laughing out loud. Pete a little as well. Thanks, Megan. Oh, I love that one. We should be friends because real recognizes real. That also sounds like a real housewives, like you're holding the apple and that's your catchphrase for the season. Uh, next one is I hate reviewing, but they also get five stars and it says, and their username is Madam De, oh my God, fuck, Ace is not here to help me. Madam Degrassi, Degrassi, yeah. I am the worst friend in the entire world that I don't even know the name of the show my friend's on. Uh, I hate leaving reviews and I'm not even that into commenting, but I got to say this is the funniest podcast I've ever heard. Uh, and I love you so much. Thank you because I'm definitely with you on that. And I think I said that last time, which is even if you hate reviewing, it really does bring a smile to my face and really help us out and show your support for the podcast. If you guys have been enjoying listening to it, vocalize it. Tell your friends about it. Tell them to subscribe and rate it. Um, so thank you guys so much. And we always will have, uh, if you are listening to this on YouTube, you guys can always go and subscribe on the Apple Podcast app for iPhone users and people who have iTunes and podcast app on your computer so you can constantly be updated there. Um, and thank you guys so much. And I would love if you leave, leave, oh, gosh, this concussion. I would love you guys leave, let, left, left. Oh, wow. Left. Fuck shit, guys. I'm sorry. I would love if you guys left other reviews. Review. Mm -hmm. Guys, <laughs> uh, brain damage. Well, thank you guys so much um, for all of these. And I'm going to keep scrolling through them and ignore the mean ones. Don't be like the mean ones because nobody likes them. Uh, and yeah, I would love if you guys left more comments. I'm going to stop talking now. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> we are back, guys, and we've got more calls. And we heard some great nude stories while we weren't recording. <laughs> Ew, I just looked it. Hi, Megan. Um, I'm just calling in. This is so weird because I never thought I would have to call in to ask for advice. But anyway, here it goes. So, I have a friend who recently told me she was sleeping with someone um, who is quite significantly older than her and there's nothing wrong with that, but the worst part of it is that that person is her boss and I think that I felt really uncomfortable when she told me this and I didn't know how to take it. Because I feel like 
because he is older and he's her boss and she's now pretty much the only employee he has working for him. I feel like he's probably using her and she's going to get screwed over by this um, and chop it all off. She's also married as well and I do quite like her husband and as she told me the reason why she started doing this is because things weren't going so great and I asked her if she talked about it and she said no, she feels like she can't say anything and I mean I don't know what it's like to be married. I am in a committed relationship myself so I would hope that if my partner thought things weren't going so well he'd talk to me before doing that but yeah. I just don't know what to do. Do I tell her that I feel uncomfortable with the situation? Do I tell her what I think about what's going on? Like, I don't think it's my place to tell her husband what's going on. But, yeah, I just feel like I'm stuck in a rock and a hard place. No, Patrick, you're not stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> it's none of your business. Mind yeah. your business. Be your friend's friend, and that's it. Stay out of it because mm -hmm. it's going to go bad in your favor. You hop in the middle of somebody's relationship, then they get back together. But now it's like tension between you and that mm -hmm. person. So mm -hmm. then it's tension between you and your friend, and then y'all going to eventually fade away because you was looking out for that person's best interest, but it was none of your business. Yeah, Stay out of it. I think you have to let people make their own choices and your friend's clearly making her own choices. Um, I think you can say that if she wants to, like to talk to you about it, you can be like, honestly, like I don't like you do you like, I don't really want to like hear about it. Right. Like you can say that, but I wouldn't like have a sit down and tell her like, Oh, I feel very uncomfortable with it. I think the next time she brings it up to you, you can just like casually say and be like, Hey, um, you know, I'm like, whatever you want to do however you want to live your life like i do feel a little weird hearing about it and you can say that and put your foot down there and just say that you don't want to hear about it but also at the same time she might i don't like she might want if you don't want to hear about it she's going to feel judged and then you might be pushing her away there too she's definitely going to be judgmental because i could tell the way that she she like you know asked the question because she was already judging it she was judging the situation yeah with the guy aside from her friend being married. So she was like, he's older and she works for him and she's like his only employee. Yeah. Like none of that stuff matters. She's married. She shouldn't even be with him. Like, mm -hmm. okay, what if she was dating somebody who's her age yeah, and who wasn't cheating. her boss? And you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's wrong. So it's like, she's already judgmental. So I can imagine how she would be when she's talking to her. Not, not at your fault because it's not you doing it. But yeah, and it's just a shitty situation. Say, right, yeah. If you try to talk to her about it, you're going to be judgmental. She's going to get defensive. Um, and it's just not going to be a good, it's not going to be good. Yeah, I would just downplay it um, when, when it comes up again. I think, uh, we don't know if you, like, she said that to you once and you guys haven't really talked about it. And maybe it's something that you feel really guilty about and you feel kind of like gross with. But I also think like as I get older, like things that I've judged other people on for and like for doing as I've gotten older, I've kind of been like, not that I understand and like there's a way to justify any of it. But I think getting involved in other people's business, A, always, always ends badly. But then more than that, I think 
I don't know. I think like there's, I think karma is very real in that sense that you get involved with somebody else. You get very judgy with somebody else is doing and you end up in a situation when you're like, fuck, I'm, I would be judging myself for this kind of stuff. Um, and I don't think, yeah, I think you can be a great friend to her and still be like awesome and sick and you guys can hang out. Um, and then, yeah, if, if she brings it up, you can kind of just like smile and nod or just be like, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I don't really want to, like, I don't really care hearing about it. Like, I love you and all that stuff. But if it's really, really hard for you to hear it and you feel terrible, then you have to decide, like, do you want to stop being friends with your friend because of this? Because people are going to make bad decisions and anybody who doesn't condone their bad decisions are, like, dead to them. Like, I think that when, like, I dated some terrible guys when my friends were like, your boyfriend's terrible. I'm like, no, you're terrible. And then years later, I was like, oh, he was a really shitty boyfriend. But also, like you want to make those own choices. You want to make those choices. Sometimes we also make choices that we know are stupid and we know are bad. And we've already gone through all the consequences and like the things in our mind. And we're still actively choosing to do something super fucking stupid. And so I don't need somebody else to tell me what I'm doing is stupid because I already know and I'm already okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I have a friend that um, she is dating her boss as well. He's married and has a newborn baby. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. And um, according to her, they're in love. And I, I'm i not going to be judgmental about yeah. it. They can live their life. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the truth will eventually come out. But it's none of my business. Yeah. And he's not going to leave his family. Yeah. No. I've told her that. But yeah. And that's it. And that's all I can say. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because also, I think even if you were able to convince your friend that this is a bad idea and that she needs to end it with him, she's going to associate her ending it with this guy with you. And that maybe if she hadn't done that, he would have left his wife. They would have been together. And that's your fault. So, like, you're the one doing that. So, I think sometimes, too, when you make bad decisions and she's the one that married, though, she's the one married. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah, but I mean, like oh. doing doing oh. anything like that, like she, thinking that something's going to be okay and fine. Um, I think people, when people make bad decisions, they've already kind of gone through. They've they've been able to justify it in their own heads, and anything that you can say to them, they they've already been able to justify all of that stuff. And so, if you want to keep her as a friend, it's just not worth it to say anything. You shouldn't sleep with your boss. Is that so employee. awkward? Like, do you get work done, or do you just like have sex? Yeah, at work? that's why you don't have. That's why you don't sleep with your employees. You empl- you employ people to get work done. Is this and why you, you employ them, like your family so you don't have sex with them? I'm employing your family not good either because <laughs> they really don't get shit done. They, <laughs> no, you got to employ people you don't like. In my opinion, that's how you get shit done. You don't done. like them, but like we we have no personal relationship. So you if know? you and Mel work together, it's because you don't like Mel. No, it, I have to like her because this is a different type of situation. But yeah. if it's like, oh no, yeah, you want to be able to tell if you have an assistant. If, tell your assistant if we got a relationship and she's good at her job, and then it's cool, we could be cool. Yeah. But if she's bad, I'm not gonna want to hang out with you because I'm gonna be thinking like, yo, it's some shit you ain't get done today. <laughs> <laughs> you should be at the office or practicing or something for tomorrow. Yeah. But if you good, then you could have a relationship, not a sexual relationship, but yeah, relationship. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, bad judgment on his part, especially. Yeah, it's a conflict of interest. And there's, like, something, like, there's very much something to be said about, like, the attractiveness of, like, superiority and, like, someone who works above you. Um, And, yeah, it's, like, I mean, we see that now. It's, like, a very, it's just, like, a very powerful situation that makes, like, especially women working underneath feel, A, really special and really unique. 
And then you also have this like weird sense of obligation to that person. She's the only employee, though. Like, what's the job? And what are y'all doing all like, day? Yeah. That's what I wonder. Like, is she, are you a personal assistant? Are you like really like it's being personal with personal. your assisting? Mm-hmm. It's a, yeah. This world is a circus. <laughs> so bleak. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Stay out of your friend's business. Um, it'll it'll come to a head wherever, and you kind of want to stay out of the line of fire. So then you guys will still be friends after it. On to the next call. Hi, Megan. Um, I'm 18 and I recently just finished my first year of college. And with that first year came a lot of other firsts, like losing my virginity. Um, the guy that I lost it to was great. He's really attentive in bed. He's super sweet. And I have an amazing time with him. And since then, I've slept with him a lot. Um, great part of this, though, is finally being able to have, like, true sex conversations with my friends and being able to actually relate to what they're saying. Um and this is so fun for me, like, being able to talk to my friends and open up about this stuff and get giddy about sex, you know what I mean? And it was great until I happened to mention to them that the guy I'm sleeping with is uncircumcised. They instantly all reacted like I said he had the plague or something and acted so gross out. They said, oh, I can never sleep with a guy that's uncircumcised or suck his dick or whatever. And this really upset me. It made me feel ostracized and like I had done something dirty. Um, and even though I'm completely fine with him being uncut, I mean, he's very hygienic, he has a dick, and always makes sure I'm satisfied, like, I don't have any problem with a little bit of extra skin, but it's, anytime I want to talk to any of my sexual exploits now, I feel like I should be ashamed of it. (laughs) So, I was wondering if you had any tips on how I should open up to my friends about how, how they reacted made me upset, um, but doing so without it being awkward or sounding like I'm being defensive. Um, Also, if you've ever slept with an uncircumcised guy yourself, I was wondering if you had any tips on how to navigate that a little differently. Yo, it's so funny the way she fluctuates. She was like, yeah, because we were really talking and we were hanging out. We lost our virginity. He was really attentive in bed. And so I was fucking around with him a lot. And then, you know, we were just talking. We were hanging out. And I was talking with my friends. I get real giddy when it's talking about sex. <laughs> she's getting Yo, good. She's like, getting good. It's good. Around. Like, what does that mean? It sounds like she's ready to chop his head off. Fucked around a lot. She just enjoyed it. She's really enjoyed it. She waited a really long time, and now she's she's really enjoying it. Yeah, and he's a tennis. That means he's good. He's good. He's going down. Long time. How long did you wait? Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday. She had sex on Tuesday. Nah, I didn't lose my virginity till after high school. I know. How you know? Because you told me. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, because I was being a kid when I was a kid. Um. Oh, back back to the subject (laughs) at hand. Um, I mean, it's none of it's none of their business, I guess. Like you don't have to open up. They probably clown you, but whatever. Find something to clown them about. A lot of them probably not getting dick or it. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, if you happy, like... you happy. I, I, I mean, I'm circumcised, so I don't, I don't know that side of the world. And you know, have you ever seen an uncircumcised penis? Nah, I, I think I've I've seen it on a porn before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but I'm not concentrating on a dick to really know the specifics of the yeah. whole situation. I heard it's not hygienic, but I mean, that's natural, that's, right? You're not naturally cut. And I, I heard the, the circumcision was like some, some like religious Jewish ritual yeah. that just uh, yeah. became like the norm. I'm not Jewish, but I'm <laughs> circumcised. Uh, yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I didn't make the decision. Most guys in the world and, aren't yeah, cir- it's, circumcised. 
I mean, I've been with both cut and uncut guys, and stop smiling. I'm not. <laughs> I can see you watch YouTube video. See Melvin smiling. Um, and what I would say is like, I mean, honestly, for okay. So the amount of times, especially in like your early like sexual endeavors, the amount of times you are seeing the guy that you're sleeping with, dick, not hard. Is like if it's uncircumcised, don't it look like you got a turtleneck on? <laughs> like with a little like head. It looks like a, like a, a pig little... in the blanket. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, only really when a guy's not hard. Mm-hmm. And how often are you like seeing like a, just a flaccid penis? <laughs> like if you are a lot and you're hooking up, like that's another issue. But great. But like good for you. Yeah. But I, yeah, but I just, I, I mean, like it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's like six one way, half a dozen the other. Like it's not, I mean, half the time, like, like she's seen it hard six out of the ten times. It's just like I'm saying, it's guys. You're confusing. Six one way, a half a dozen the other. What? That's confusing. Half and half. Like in saying, so it's like it's like either either no matter what, it's just kind of like guys. It's it's not like you would have only ever been unless you're Jewish. Like my Jewish friends have like never seen an uncut dick, but like most of my friends, it's like fifty fifty. You've slept with. Is guys were cut more. Just don't. Is it like you in the hospital and it's like, oh, would you like to get the circumcision with that birth? Yeah. It's like, how much more is it? Oh, it's extra twelve. Nah, you good. I mean, or- I mean, some people because you do lose sensation when you're circumcised. Yeah. You what? You don't yeah. know this, but yeah. yeah. What? And as a mm-hmm. kid, you don't have. I mean, you're a baby. You don't have a choice. But you so don't- sex could feel different yeah. if I wasn't circumcised. Yeah. I don't think I could handle more. <laughs> yeah. I'm cool. Like. You ever seen that video where the guy having sex? He's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uncircumcised. You? That's you. No, no. If you were uncircumcised, I'm asking. Maybe that that's is that how it is when you're uncircumcised. I should like think about that and be like, so the people I've slept with been more enjoying it more if they were circumcised or not. I think it depends on the doctor because I feel like you know <laughs> when you got like bad. It's like, not a bad or a good thing. It's just that. You either have it or you don't. Some yeah. people get circumcised, some people don't. Um, the only way working, to truly test that is to get a grown adult man who's uncircumcised, circumcise him, and then let him have sex afterwards no, and let him tell you no, it was a different thing. You can't do adult circumcision. Yeah, you can. You uh, can. Yeah, you got it done when you was a teenager. Yeah, and, oh. Or if you like. I thought it was like tonsils you convert, once you got to a certain no, point. If you convert you to Judaism after. You can't. My doctor just told me I should get my tonsils out. You can't get your tonsils out unless you have really tiny, like, really no, tiny veins there. Yeah, no, you, you can. You're not you supposed can. to because the veins get too big and they're harder to, but like, you clot still can. You Technically, still... you can. Yeah. Megan. Megan but, don't know what she's talking but about. But anyway, to... let's no, say no. you're later in life and you're like, yeah. I'm going to be Jewish. Okay. Oh, you're okay. going yeah, yeah. to need to get circumcised. So. So you can do that adult-wise. Yeah. I'm, I just, I'm, it's just ju- I'm Jewish ready. You're ready and primed to be Jewish? ready to convert. I think also like your friends that to me just shows like sexual inexperience is your yeah. friends making fun of that. It's immature. It's so immature. And it's, <laughs> it's mean. funny though. Do you know what I mean? Like a bunch of girls sitting around talking about like, ew, your boyfriend's dick. That sounds like your friends have all been lying to you and they've been virgins this whole time. And also they've just probably only there's ever sex with one guy. There's nothing wrong with being a virgin, all right? Don't let anybody yeah. talk there's down not. on No, there's not. Virgin. But okay. don't judge other people's Boy, penises. Exactly. Yeah, you don't. Especially like- if you've been like, you finally <laughs> feel like you can talk about sex with your friends and mm-hmm. now you can talk about it and now they're like, oh, we're just going to like judge your boyfriend's penis. It's probably yeah. all excited. 
oh my yeah, god and girl she's we were enjoying, yeah. and she's enjoying <laughs> it so if it's working for you yeah. what's the problem it's not right. it's not going inside them so why do they care exactly and it's no different for a girl <laughs> like you're not like oh i can totally tell the guy that i'm fucking is cut like you can't tell Again, you can only really notice if a guy's not hard. Yeah. That's and it's it. like, no, that's not true. That is true. No, I've seen it in a porn. Okay, but I've had come sex up, with you it. You pull the head up over the head. It's like the skin cut no, over the head. Like so, a protective sheet. No, no. Not when it's hard. Not when it's put, hard. It goes back already. Oh, so where the extra skin go? It just, it pulls, just back. pulls back. So it like it's moves. It's like it, like, yeah. Like, it, like it grows and it pulls back. So the skin can move up and down like a t-shirt on the arm. Yes. Revelations. Interesting. I yeah. I don't know how that could be better. Oh, you could protect okay, your dick no, in war. No, it's no what? Yeah, it's like when they. Oh, never mind. Say go it. ahead. No, so it's like if they masturbate, right? See a regular guy. Yeah, you probably need some lubrication because it's okay. Yep. Look at my arm. You know, if I just do this, <laughs> my skin not moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to put the lotion on. So it's yep. <laughs> but if you uncircumcised, it's like. The yeah. skin move with your hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not judging it. We're not judging. That's like every woman's vagina is differently too. Yeah. What it if is. you have a fat, flabby a vagina? Fat vagina. And Just don't are they gonna it. are they gonna judge you for that? Don't th- respond to that. Yeah. What? It, no. no, it may feel bad. It's like it's, we talked about it. Yeah, we this. did. Yeah. We had somebody call because some guy told her that she had a fat vagina. That's like it's like cushion. Exactly. That's yeah. what I said. Warmer, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> more surface area. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's literally nothing. There's, there's nothing. There's I, no difference. And the hygienic thing, I think, is also like it's really only applies to little boys. Like little boys of being like, hey clean yourself better but it's also like as a little girl do you ever remember like sitting at the beach with like just like sitting with your legs spread and then the sand like getting in your vagina and be like oh wow now i have to clean my vagina yeah it's really i saw a girl do like a little kid doing it at the beach the other day i was like oh sweetie you're getting a rude awakening when you sit in the car yeah. and you stand up and there's a pile of sand yeah. <laughs> but i just mean like it's something like you're gonna have to learn how to clean your body anyway and i think like the hygiene thing really only applies to little boys who a are smelly anyways but it's like oh you have to clean yourself or whatever yeah his dick's probably cleaner than a un- completely than a because he's had he's to yeah. more attention to it yeah just saying yeah and there's really no difference as a girl who's if you circumcise your dick airs out itself what see exactly <laughs> exactly, right. exactly my point <laughs> i'm joking i set that point up for her yep. as an assist i don't get it never mind megan no explain it to me no, because me saying that, saying I'm not conscious of cleaning it because I said it aired out itself. Oh, okay. And it was but just, your dick is it dirty. contributed to her point mm-hmm. of yeah. a guy being more attentive if he's not yeah. circumcised. Okay. No. I got it now. Thank you so much for explaining it. Jesus Sorry. Christ. Yeah. Sorry. I want all your friends to <laughs> look at everybody's of, at their own vaginas and be like, yeah, like who's this better? Yeah. And also, the other thing is, too, is like vagina time. <laughs> it's who get ever get a hand mirror? Like the thing that what? Like a hand mirror, a small mirror. They teach you that when you're like in middle mirror. school. They like, go yeah. look at your vagina, stand over it, and look at your vagina, and then you'll be like, okay, definitely straight. Um, 
But I was also going to say, though, like some of the guys that I slept with, it took me a little while to even be like, oh, he's cut. He's not cut. Like, it's not even something that you would know immediately. So the fact that like some of these girls, if it's guys they've slept with, these guys could also be uncut and they wouldn't know. Plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> grow up. Yeah. Grow the fuck up and then like get enjoy the sex. Do what you're doing. There's like literally, I mean, I think my friends and I maybe had like one and my Jewish friends, the only, the only people who've ever asked me, like, have you ever slept with a guy who's like uncut? And I was like, yeah, they're like, cool. And that's it. But like cool. most of my friends, I don't sit around and be like, Such hey, is your rebel. boyfriend cut? Like, I have no idea if my friend's boyfriends are like have foreskin and or it, it literally, I don't know. I don't want to know either. That's Why the fuck would you want to know? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, you don't hey, talk bro, about that. Hey, what's your girl coochie look like? like <laughs> right. What? Exactly. Hey, how's your girlfriend's labia? Ugh, I don't even like looking at the labias I'm with. <laughs> what? I just, I guess they go back to me not wanting nudes. Like, it's just. You just don't want to see a vagina? Area not really attractive. Just, I like what it does and yeah. feels like, well, I want to just stare at it and, ooh, look at that vagina. Like, <laughs> No, it's not my thing. So definitely not a peeping Tom. No. No. Definitely doesn't want to go see George O'Keefe's. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it's my turn for a joke. Uh, I told you you weren't funny. No, Fuck you. <laughs> she was you. just on a fine art level. Yeah. And you, fine yeah, art humor. You know, <laughs> humor comes from being able to relate. <laughs> I'm, I'm relatable. <laughs> Okay, guys, so that was our last question, but now we're on to producer's corner where we either have a callback or we've got someone kind of giving their input on a previous call from a different episode. So what do we have? Um, We've got a response to a call. This is from episode 28 with Jonah Green. Um, This is the woman that had the (gasps) monster-in-law. Remember? Fuck yeah. Yeah. And so that one Fuck was yeah. that her and her husband had been together for three years. They've been married for one year. The mother in law was going around spreading rumors that were <sighs> completely untrue and giving the daughter in law's phone number out just to random people. And she got like a hundred messages mm-hmm. and they like bullying her. Yeah. And so um, she's been like harassed and she was angry and she was just trying to figure out how to get over it. Mm -hmm. And so this is a caller that was calling a response to that. Great. It really broke my heart hearing her call and talk about like what she's been going through. And I think you guys gave her some really good advice. And I personally, I'm I'm not married, so I haven't experienced this, but my, uh, Mom actually went through a similar thing. So my parents have been married for 24 years, and um, my dad's parents were not okay with my dad marrying my mom um, for a couple different reasons. Um, they were a different religion. She was from the cities, from the country. My mom didn't want to uh, kind of abide by their rules. And pretty much what happened was it started, you know, uh, my dad's family kind of started, you know, shaming her and trying to intimidate her to not, like, ending up with my dad. But um, the one big thing I wanted to touch on is, like, the caller, she didn't mention anything about how her husband felt about it and how, if they've had a conversation about it. But, like, one major thing is my dad told his parents pretty much to, like, fuck off. Um you know, he he told them, you know, that he's going to be with my mom regardless and that he ch- pretty much chose her. And 
that like made a big impact on their relationship because you know he he ended up cho- like he chose her and so this you know um kind of made his parents stop they didn't really bother her my mom doesn't really have a relationship with my dad's parents i me and my sister don't have really a relationship with my dad's parents like my dad calls them for like holidays and their birthdays but uh we're not that involved but you know, the thing about uh, in-laws is it's a privilege for them to be a part of your relationship. Uh, it's not a right. And so you're allowed to not, to choose to not have a relationship with them. So I was going to tell her, you know, it's important for her to have this conversation with her husband and see where he's at and that he needs, in the end, he needs to defend her and he needs to choose her. He's allowed to have a relation with his parents, but it doesn't mean she has to. And if it's causing her a lot of stress, then, like, you know, if that means that he can't stand up to his parents, then she needs someone else. My aunt um, went through the same thing, except in this case, the opposite thing happened. Her husband chose his mom, and they're still married, but they just have a bad marriage, and my cousins don't like their dad or their grandma. That's it. That was it. <laughs> well, she ran out. It was three minutes long, so she ran out of time. Jeez. This is funny because, I mean, great response. So happy to hear about it. My friends and I actually had a conversation about this this weekend um, because just a similar thing had happened. Different, different, but similar thing had happened to one of my friends of like having an issue with their significant other's family. Um, and my friends and I were talking about it. We were like, it just doesn't make sense because like moms especially or like who feel threatened it's like these relationships are not mutually exclusive like having a girlfriend or having like a wife and a mom like mom is never going to be your wife like mom is never going to there are completely different roles in your life and like sure oedipus (laughs) but i mean like they fulfill (laughs) such different things so the idea of like that power struggle to me is so odd because it's like you can't be you can you're the only mom that your son will ever have but you cannot be your son's wife you cannot do and like so that it's like i find it so just odd how much like that like that like hatred and stuff can brew when or like that idea of like nobody is good enough but it's like but you can't fulfill that so either you you want your kid to be single forever um and never like be in love because like you can't you you should not love your kid like a wife can love your kid i think like the duties are similar though like I'm I'm looking at it from a mom's perspective, right? Like, imagine a mom with like a ten year old kid. Like, her duty is to make sure uh, her son is safe, make sure he's okay, make sure he's fed, make sure he's clothed to protect him. I'm not look gonna make sure best mom's interest. But I'm saying, but but when you're married, it's like you know, a wife kind of has a lot of those duties. She's like the mom, the woman of the house. I mean, okay, sex is included, and it's different. But from a mom's perspective, if she did everything to look out for the best interests of her son. And now it's a woman who's taking part of that task and you don't feel like she's suitable or best for it. You're going to look at her animosity like, no, she's not good. She doesn't cook for you. She doesn't clean because the mom still wants to look out for the best interests of the son. Well, I also I think that I can see that happening. And I think it's because there is like a dated difference of like moms who did really baby and take care of their kids like that. And then this very dated. No, I'm saying no, no, I'm saying like and then now for there being like 
thank God this wave of like strong women who are like, you can cook for yourself. We can be like co-captains in life. But like, oh, my that's what I'm saying. And like, and then a mom can be upset because it's like, oh, you don't cook and clean for my son. You, he does those, you, you guys are partners in this. And this isn't like the woman's chores and the man's chores. Cause that's something for me. Like I am never going, like, it's not my job to get dinner on the table. Like if I don't feel like cooking and Moss doesn't feel like cooking, we'll go out to eat. But like, it's not my job to do that. It's not my job to do laundry. It's not any of that. And I think because I could see that also because the, the, the people who are, are like our parents age now, that was the traditional role of like the female in the house. That if your like daughter-in-law is not doing that traditional like female housewife kind of role, that you're going to be disappointed by her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she should be. <laughs> don't fucking go there I mean what are you like don't. okay no no like all right. we were doing it, it, so it, it, it good depends. Melvin it, no I can't angle be fake look so it depends on the woman right cause like my um my ex-girlfriend she like she enjoyed doing all of that stuff mm-hmm. and like me she would ask me to cook and I'm like oh I could just you know we could just go out to eat like, yeah you know and sometimes she's like no it just means something different if you cook it does and I, I understand that and me being a man too, like, like me personally, I would enjoy if like my woman cooked for me or, you know, did small things like that. And I understand like this co-captain thing that people really running for, but I feel like that's biased too. We don't really go co-captain all the way through. Like, No, I think it's like can be 60, 40 and like the different days. Like if Mats is working longer at work, I'm going to be, I'll do more stuff, but the same thing, vice versa. But it's like, oh no. But it's about what you want in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, there are that's some. What it, that's what it boils down. I to also know a want. lot of women who are uh, who want to get married young and have babies young, and they just want to be moms. But there's nothing wrong with that. Like being yeah, a mom yeah, is a full time job, yeah, and if that's it's, what, it's you, what want, you want, you're right. You're but right. I think like this has to be the same thing for the man. Like the ma- there's, and I also have guys I know that don't. They don't want to be the breadwinner. They don't want to have to cover like financially their entire family, and they want to be with a girl who also is financially independent. And so that they can do that together because he doesn't want the responsibility of funding everything. I feel like, I feel like if, um, first of all, I'm going to say, I feel like women are, tell me if this is offensive. It's going to be offensive. Tell me, I feel like women are more naturally nurturing and enduring and more like affectionate to different things than guys are. It and, depends on And that's a policy yeah, to most guys. Cause I wish I was like, had some of those things that women have. Like, it's just, I feel like it's natural with, you guys being like maternal birth people you know what i mean so it's just mm-hmm. like it's, it's different instinctive things that like i'm not good at that i wish i was that i feel like women are more like mm-hmm. better at um but okay i just wanted to put that out there but okay say if it's the co-captain and both people are breadwinners right mm-hmm. everyone just goes to work makes the money no one's really keeping a house at that point you're just gonna hire other people to do it well no because it's not like you both just going to go to work, wake up, get your coffee, go out the door, and then come back home when it's time. Well, you might have different type of jobs, but you're going to hire other people to do all of the stuff. No, that no I mean, not, not necessarily. So Mots lives here with me. Uh, we both work. We, I mean, me less than him now. But, like, we both work. We both pay rent here. And, like, some nights I will be home earlier and I'll cook dinner. There's other nights that he'll be home earlier. And like, I mean, those nights are few and far between that he'll do that or he'll pick up food. Like, it just has to be something where it's not expected. That's the thing. It's like, if we don't clean, if I, if the house is messy, that means that night we're going to clean it. 
or that Saturday we're going to clean it. Like it's the same thing with like, uh, like it's just planning ahead. It's like, oh, we're not going to like dinner's going to be, it's going to be a crazy night on Wednesday night. So I'm going to, we're going to pre-cook dinner on Sunday night that we have for that day. So it just becomes that kind of, it's not like anyone, either one of us walks home through, like walks through the door and expects dinner to be on the table and the house to be clean. It's like, if I didn't clean the house, I'm not going to expect that you, it was your job to clean the house while I was gone and vice versa. And so like, it's the same thing. Like I'll do, if I'm doing laundry, I'll do his laundry too. If he's doing laundry, he'll do my laundry too. Who's ever got, like I was out of town this weekend. He went grocery shopping, but that's not, it's not like the house goes to shit if I'm not here and vice versa. Like we are, we're both able to, I don't know. I think it's also just, I think it's also depends on when it's, yeah, I think it can be a dated outlook. It kind of reminds me of like the, the women who are taking care of the household reminds me of the idea of a woman who has lived with her parents until she marries somebody and moves in with them. And she takes that responsibility. But if you're a girl or a guy who's like lived with other roommates, you've had to do your part. And so it becomes ingrained in you that like, I'll take the trash out. Like I will do the dishes, but there are some chores that I don't like that I'd prefer Mots to do that I'll ask him to do. But because I had to be like a self-sufficient, all my own stuff kind of thing, I think that that's a weird, it'd just be a weird thing to give up once you're in a relationship of being like, oh, I would also get so bored sitting at home doing nothing. But that's me. I know girls who like, that's what they strive to be is to like be a mom and not, not and have that be their job, which is like totally a full-time job. It's just, you have to be on the same page. And I think what the issue with the call is, and this is also just total speculation is that you, her and her husband might be on the same page and his mom is just not on that page. And so exactly like the callback says, I think like she needs to talk to her husband and figure that out because then if he has those expectations, maybe he's talking to his mom about how he's like, Oh, I wish she did this or I wish she did this. And, um, yeah, I mean, I have the Mots and I have those conversations like I'm never going to be I'm never going to be like a stay at home. The house is like spick and span and clean and like perfect all the time. Like the kids are dressed in matching outfits. We posted an Instagram picture all together and we did a DIY like I'm never going to be like that. And so I think you have to be on the same page. But yeah. I also don't think there's anything wrong mm-hmm. with the other side of it. Yeah, like with I my agree. parents, my both my parents quote unquote breadwinners. My mm-hmm. mom traveled a lot for her job. My dad was at home more. He cooked more. He did like three girls. He did our hair. Um and then like my mom enjoyed mowing the grass and she would be the one that mowed the mm-hmm. grass and things like that. So it's just how you balance your relationship. Yeah. And I like to cook. So I end up cooking dinner way, way, way more, but I hate doing dishes. And so Mots will be doing that. So I think like where it goes into more of like a traditional, like I'm more likely to have dinner on the table. That for me doesn't really feel as much of a chore as some other things that he would do, he'll do for me. But then like at the same time, like it's not, we don't have that really, like that we haven't established it. Like if I don't cook dinner, he's not like, where's dinner? Like he could just as likely walk through the door. I've like roasted an entire chicken or he could walk through the door and I'm like in sweatpants and being like, I'm going to eat popcorn for dinner. And I'll be like, okay. I think like you just have to be on the same page. I agree. Yeah. I also love your ex-girlfriend if you're talking about the one that I know. Mm. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Melvin, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're going to do your own podcast one day? Yeah. One day soon? You're going to have me on it? Mm-hmm. It's so convincing. I feel really, really assured that you're going to invite me Whoa. on it. See, I'm not, I'm not dramatic. I'm not going, oh my God, yeah, sure you are. No, I'd feel no, weird are. if you were like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. Do you want to plug anything you have coming up? I don't know what you're allowed to say that you're doing. I mean, everything's out. Um, I mean, it's early, though. 
It's early. It's early. Well, you guys um, can American still Vandal come on Netflix mm-hmm. uh, end of the end of September. Okay, cool. Season two. Uh, yeah, the movie. I don't know nothing about that, so we'll see when it comes. And you guys can still watch but Melvin I, and Unreal. Yeah. That's still on. Is it on? Still? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay, yeah. Check out Unreal season. What season was it? You were so endearing and cute on it, though. Mm -hmm. Thanks. You were like, it was, I got excited. Me and Aislinn watched it together. Yeah. And every time you came up, we were like, "Ah, Melvin. Like, you just are, you're very charming. It's very cute. Thank you. Even though you're not supposed to be like, like adorable and lovable, but like you are. Do you know what I mean? He's like the best guy. friend. I'm not supposed to be adorable and lovable. No, that's what I mean. Like, oh, it's yeah, not I was like. supposed to be like the friend. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. The typical guy, yeah. like that typical, like that character that you play, you make it so endearing and lovable that I'm like, oh. Oh, thanks. Yeah. thanks. And you guys can totally watch us on Freakish still, can they? Yeah, it's on Hulu. I don't know. Is, is I think it's there? on Hulu. Some you girl. Can go, you can go look at our kissing that we was talking about. Oh, yeah. The first one. Oh, you always get, that was episode one. Episode one. What was the crazy one? What? The, it was this, like, this is what I was go thinking. at it, get frisky. What yeah. were they saying? Oh yeah, something really gross. We're like, and also we got like really no direct. I think the only direction we got was it's like an implied sex scene, and then our only direction was just don't like have sex or do anything like that. <laughs> we were like, okay. Oops, uh, I slipped and fell. Yeah, exactly. Life. Like my dick <laughs> fell inside of her. Well, um, that's all there is for us talking about boobs and things like that. Okay, guys. So if you enjoyed this episode, first of all, please leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app. We would love it. Um, and share on social because Mel- you send it, send the link to Melvin so Melvin knows to retweet it. Um, and if you guys want to call... My Twitter sucks. <laughs> you guys can call in. <laughs> for future episodes, the number is 310-694-0976. And again, for international callers, email meganpodcast at gmail.com with a audio file. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, leave us. We would love to hear callbacks too. Those are some of my favorites to hear updates. So if you guys have previously called in the girl who hooked up with her boyfriend and then his twin brothers, would just love to hear how you're doing. Ooh. Yeah, it was. Was a- it by mistake? No. Nope. nope. All on purpose. All on purpose. She's my hero. Oh, my God. I love her. Well, I don't know how you're doing, girl. She lives in Canada. Why? That's a pointless. No, no. Body count. Like it's the same person. No, no, no. It was the brother and then twins. So like the twin three. brother. Three of them. Yeah. Three total. Well, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you want to follow Melvin, where the, can I see you on the internet? Oh, okay, um, Melvin Gregg. At, do you want me to do at, it? At Melvin Gregg. Mm-hmm. That's it. Everywhere is just, just... His Instagram stories are great. Oh, Melvin Gregg. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I'm bad at plugging myself. I feel like if they want to find me, they'll find me. They're like a scavenger hunt. It's just, just Google you. <laughs> there you it's a go. pretty easy scavenger hunt. Okay, guys. Uh, we will talk to you or you will hear us we're not going to talk to you i mean we'll talk at you and then you'll hear it later uh next week there's another episode next week so see you guys then just to do like sounds for all this you outros thank you you could use it as a sound bite and put it on the end of each episode we have sounds songs in this we have music oh he's never watched together (laughs) nah i didn't watch it fuck you Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa DeMonts. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carley, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week. And don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs> oh. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.